So one morning I remember waking up and she she worked in the salon. So we're up in the morning getting ready and stuff. And then um, I was sitting there drinking my coffee, watching the TV. I was ready. Mm. I was waiting for them to call. Yeah. They say movement in it. Like, okay. Like, yeah. You get up and go where you're going and they let you through. They give you a little slip thing that lets you through the buildings and stuff. And then um, I was sitting there drinking my coffee. And then after I'd finished it or so, I put the cup down. The girl turns around and says to me, what, you didn't think to save me some or something? I looked at her, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> my coffee. <What>? Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, even, I don't even share cups or drinks or that. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't like that. And then she got, she must have turned around and said to me, you look like a man, but you don't act like one. I was like, what? Oh, she like my blood it. started to mm. boil then. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hi guys and welcome to episode 139 of the Tutus podcast. I am Nana and I'm Ro and together we are Tutus. We got a special guest in the <laughs> building today. Welcome Tyler to the show. It's mm-hmm. nice to have you. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's been, it's, it's, been a, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. It's been a long time. Do you guys want to do, do you guys wanna say how you guys know each other? Through bus driving. Yeah, yeah. From bus, bus driving. Yeah. The bus 48 was still there. Yeah. And it's still 48 <laughs> now. So it's yeah. been a minute still since mm-hmm. bus driving. Yep. Yeah. And did you like bus driving? Do you know I actually enjoyed it? I loved it, you know. Did you? you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you a little secret. I've actually got a tattoo of a root master. No, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. So yeah. No, nah, I love. I love. Do you know what? Yeah, I think that when you start the job, you just start starting. Oh, I need a job in it, so you're yeah, starting the job, yeah. and then you see the people they've been there for years, and I get it. Because it's, it. it's, it's, like it's like a family, man. It's like a family. Yeah, it is like a family. Because you even now, you like. She hasn't worked there in a while, yeah. but she sees the bus drivers. Hi. I know. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then the other day she was like, "Oh, that's my that's my favorite bus driver. Yeah, I used yeah. to talk to. We used to have yeah. chats and stuff." So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? Um, there was a guy from work. He used to do the fifty-five. He was an older Ghanaian guy, kind of short, and he was all used to wear white shirt. I think I know you're talking I about. Always talk yeah, to when yeah, I see yeah. him, like, yeah, yeah, always yeah. talk to him. Still there, innit? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was on the 26, I see him um, changing um, drivers when I was on the 26. He's like, come back, come back. I'm like, nah, they pay more here. Yeah. <laughs> So where the money yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. Yeah, but listen, the matter, I t- I've been saying it before, I, the buses might see me there again, man. Mm. I enjoyed it, mm. so. Yeah, mm. I remember when, um, like, when Rosie met you and then she came on, she told me, oh, yeah. Man, this guy Tyler is so cool. Da, da, da. Yeah, I like I even remember that that point. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's been it's been, it's been a while. It's been a while still. Yeah. But let's get into it. Uh-huh. Okay, so talk to us about you first. Like, what do you do? What you about? And everything like that. Well, obviously, <laughs> you guys yeah. know me. I'm Tyler Takai Mitchell. Um, I'm a transgender male. Mm-hmm. Um, 28 years old. 29 in July. Um, and right now I'm doing I'm truck driving. Mm-hmm. So I've been truck driving for the last year and a half. I was bus driving before that. Um, obviously, I might be going back to the buses soon. Listen, we ha- we're all going back. My face. <laughs> <laughs> in a town near you. No, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, cool. And okay. talk about your TikTok. Let's get into TikTok okay, first. So, so I, what made you even... Because, you know, obviously, from knowing you from from then, yeah. I wouldn't have thought that you would have been a social media yeah. person. But I think you started to want to raise awareness mm. about certain things. So, what's what's your TikTok all about? Like, what's your so like, TikTok? I've always sort of been that person where like, um, obviously I do know a lot of people all over like East, North, sort of London and stuff. And um, 
And South, actually. I know a few yeah. Souths from raving back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know quite a lot of people, but I, I've always, like, when it comes to social media and stuff, I've always sort of, I ain't been that involved in it. I'd yeah. Say. I like to, like, just keep on a download and do my own right. thing kind of thing. I just mm. thought it was like a follow, follow thing. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's just following each other and and just the the perception of who who you're meant to be sort of thing, mm. who people make you out to, like, do you know what I mean? To be on social media and stuff. Um, I just weren't really about all of that. Sometimes you know it's what long. I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's yeah, long yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, just it's like trying to keep yeah. up with yeah, exactly. the Joneses. Yeah. Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I went, obviously, I had my surgery, top surgery last mm-hmm. year. Um, June it was and uh, from then I just thought you know what I want to actually document this and put it out there yeah. and obviously share my story as well of my transitioning mm-hmm. because like it's been a long one yeah um, it has been a long one um, but I feel like I took the wrong paths at certain times as well mm. and that was because I didn't have much advice and stuff 10 right. years ago like literally how things are today was nothing like how it was 10 years ago yeah like you, there was no one out there really mm. yeah and um yeah, I just didn't have much information, so I took the wrong yeah. paths a good few times. Um, but yeah, I am here where I am today, and I'm grateful, yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean, where I am today. And um, I just wanted to share it with other people to see if I can actually help other people on their journeys mm-hmm. as well. And obviously get advice for myself, do you know what I mean, and yeah. get help myself. So yeah, I started to share my um, top surgery, after I had my top surgery, what it was like recovering and stuff. And a bit of my background and then recently i decided to obviously speak about what it was like being in prison yeah in 2018 yeah yeah um, and yeah well that's that's really good because like i think social media as we all know like sometimes it's a bit of a chore like and as you said like keeping up appearances like nobody wants to do yeah. that like you only people only see like snapshots of your life they don't see like the exactly. bad they only kind of see like the good yeah. so like putting yourself out there is not always easy mm. but sometimes it's necessary in terms of what you do like if you have a platform or if you just want to share like your experience or share some knowledge as well so that's like really really important but like do you want to take us through like your journey of because some people might not have seen the tiktok or seen you on instagram so do you want to like share a bit about your journey of like you know the the surgery as well like how was that and what wrong turns did you make just for the people yeah. out there okay so basically i i'll tell you where it all started so at about maybe i'd say 13 years old i kind of realized i was um not like everybody else yeah. <laughs> in a sense um i kind of i identified then as a lesbian mm-hmm. i was a stud and um i was like that for a few years until i actually met somebody it i think it was like a key worker who introduced me to somebody who was trans oh and they must have saw some sort of traits in me that maybe thought maybe mm. this this girl guy could possibly be trans yeah. you know what i mean so anyway i ended up meeting with this person sitting down and speaking with them and stuff and actually thought to myself do you know what like at the time as well i hated like my body should i say like how it looked and stuff like that Ooh, like always want, stuff. yeah, yeah. Mm. i always wanted to have facial hair and stuff like mm-hmm. that and um so yeah i just thought to myself wow maybe i might be trans mm-hmm. so when i was about 16 i started to go to um gender identity clinic and I had a few counseling sessions and stuff like that with them. And they told me what um, I could possibly do in the future to obviously maybe achieve the results that I'm after and stuff. Mm. So I said, all right, cool. So my plan was to just get on testosterone as soon as I could and start hormone replacement therapy and stuff like that. And then eventually have top surgery to get rid of my female mm-hmm. chest mm-hmm. and then also have lower surgery as well. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the doctors basically said to me, when I was at the age about 18, old enough to start testosterone, he said to me, like, if you start testosterone now, like, that's it sort of thing. You would never be able to have kids again. It's going to probably destroy, like, do you know what I mean? Your mm-hmm. fertility 
and stuff and he was like do you just want to do it and i was just like yes i just want to yeah. do it wanna, <laughs> you're offering it to me now like i can't wait no yeah longer. i don't wait no longer do you know what i mean so i was just like let's just go for it like if if i want to have children and stuff in the future there's always an option i can adopt do you know what i mean right. there's plenty of kids out there that need families yeah so that was that was my plan sort of thing so i just went straight for it and then i think i got to about 21 no i'd say about 20 because i was on it for about a year and a half to two years and then um i remember the doctor saying well i turned around to the doctor and i i said to him like do you know what i actually think i might want to have like my own kids mm. like is there a possibility of me obviously storing my egg like getting my eggs removed because I was, I was i was aware that was able to happen mm. but it weren't actually on the um ccg is it ccg you know the clinical commissions group yeah and they pay like they, they, there's funding from the yeah. nhs basically right. for certain things to happen and that weren't included in it yeah. so it would have cost me thousands of pounds to actually mm -hmm. have it done as well yeah i heard about that yeah yeah so that's why at that sort of younger age it weren't really an option mm -hmm. but then i started to think like um maybe i do actually want to do it like even if it's going to take saving thousands mm, of pounds yeah. to do it i'm going to do it so at 20, 21, I turned around and I said to the doctors, like, this is what I want to do. And it's like, they literally said to me, oh my God, like stop testosterone now. Like you need to stop mm -hmm. it now if you want to save things. Because when I actually started T, mm -hmm. my um, periods and stuff stopped within about three months, four months. That's and quick. that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Never to mm -hmm. be seen again, literally. Mm -hmm. That was it. So then um, when I told the doctors this, obviously it was like, oh my God, you need to stop testosterone now give it like six months or something wait for your cycle to come back and then we can obviously go through the steps or figure out a procedure how we're gonna obviously do it so it's all right cool and then uh, months went by it came back and stuff like that and then i think i um obviously i spoke to them again about doing it and they told me the only way is private so now it was just like all right cool so More money saving yeah. saving so I kind of just let it go and just carried on living my life and just getting by sort of thing at the time. That's how I sort of saw it. And then um, then I got told, it was about three, four years literally had went by and nothing had happened. I was literally off testosterone. like, mm. And um, I remember hearing that there, there's talks of them being able to do it on the NHS. So I was mm. like, oh my God, put my name yeah. down. Do you know what I mean? So I ended up getting my name put down for it. Then it was another waiting game for about another two years. Yeah, yeah, man, so much waiting. Yeah, another waiting game. So I think at about I'm 28. It was I was about 25, mm. and I actually um, got the letter through my door saying, "Yep, yeah, you've been accepted. You got an appointment mm. at Homerton Fertility Clinic." Oh, like, no, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where I was born as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, all of us, boy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so um, my eggs are sitting in a lab in mm. Homerton Hospital at the moment, mm. frozen yeah um yeah Ready how was that process like what did they do so that process it was a bit of a crazy one because they told me that like you obviously have to start whether you've been on test testosterone or not part of the process is to take estrogen in injections mm -hmm. to sort of get the things moving and yeah. get the cycle moving and to help produce as much eggs as possible as well for them to take out yeah and um so i had to self-inject for i think about two three weeks Ooh. literally in my stomach it was a horrible experience but yeah at the same time i was just thinking this is happening yeah like, you want to get this done yeah, yeah. Mm. sort of thing so there was literally times i was on the phone to my mom crying like with a needle yeah stomach, i can't do it, I can't <laughs> yeah. do it. mom's like just think of what you're doing it for so mm. yeah ended up getting through that luckily um and yeah, it was it was a bit of a crazy experience. Like I said, there was times obviously I was in a fertility clinic on the bed to my legs wide open mm. yeah. to do what I needed to do. Yeah. 
Um, so it was a bit, uh, I felt like demasculating in a 100%, sense, yeah. but like I said, I was just thinking why long term, yeah. long term, mm -hmm. this needs to be done. So yeah, I got through it, thankfully. Yeah. And it, yeah. It all happened. Okay. And then as soon as it had happened, I jumped straight back onto testosterone yeah. and I've been on it ever since. And after that, obviously I then went through, um, planning on having my top surgery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you say that was a bit of like a sacrifice having to go off tea? to that for all these years for all those definitely years. yeah but this is the thing so when i've spoke to other people and even specialists and stuff um about how my journey sort of went mm. they they said to me like you shouldn't have stopped testosterone you didn't need to actually stop testosterone oh. yeah because you didn't even have an appointment right <laughs> you didn't even know <laughs> yeah. when this was that's gonna, true you know what yeah I mean? you yeah need to jump straight off of it like that but it's because um, of the way the doctor said you yeah, need to come doctor, up with right. It's yeah, urgency yeah. And it in it. Made me so, panic, yeah. Really. Like have I just, yeah. just like just ruined, ruined everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, there was obviously I didn't I should have had the appointment first and stuff like that and mm. had a plan in place before mm. I jumped off testosterone like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It's all done now. Like you said, do you know what? I think that with these things, everyone's journey just looks different. Yeah. And it's just meant to be the way it's meant to be. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Maybe it wasn't your time to do exactly. it then. But it's done now. Do you know what I mean? Maybe it would have cost you way more yeah. if you'd done it earlier as well. And then we got peas like that. So yeah. especially when we're at that age, we don't have money like that at that age. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. So let's fast forward to 2018 now. 2018. Okay, so yeah. 2018, um just prior, because this I got I got sent down at the beginning of 2018, basically. So just prior to that, I'll say the end. I'll say from about summer 2017 sort of thing, I was in a bit of a rocky relationship. Things were going sideways um, to the point where there was times I was literally sleeping in my car and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like mm -hmm. it was, it was, yeah, it went great. And I was working at the same time or trying mm -hmm. to keep up my job at the bus garage and stuff. And you know, that's hard. Some of the yeah. hours there. Yeah, shift to work's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, things were just all over the place. And I ended up just literally giving up my job. Mm. lost my job and started doing other things to make money which weren't yeah legal, i'll be mm. honest um but it was just getting me by it. and my head was all over the place i was mm. literally just going down the wrong path and um just didn't see no light at the end of the tunnel mm -hmm. literally at the time like i said i wasn't on testosterone mm. um had no plans in my transition mm -hmm. to look forward to in a sense and when I feel like when you're in that sort of situation, you feel like you've just got no hope. You've got no future. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've yeah. got nothing no, to look forward nothing. to. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know where you're going to be in a year's time or five. You do have mm. no plans. Mm -hmm. You don't. Yeah. It's just like you just live for the day. And um, that's where I was at. And then one day, I'd never forget it. Um, it was actually on my little sister's birthday, <laughs> January yeah. the 3rd, um, 2018. And it was on the road that I grew up in, in Leighton Stone. Oh, I turned onto yeah. this road and police pulled up behind me. And I got stopped, um, searched, and I got arrested for wow. intent to supply and carrying an offensive weapon. Mm. Now, um, they bowed me, and then I ended up going to court, I think about two, three weeks later. Mm. And I thought to myself, like, I, I really did not think I was going to prison, honest to God. Mm. Like, I really didn't think I was because of, like, my past as well. Like, I know it had been, like, I was maybe a little, I was in a bit of trouble maybe when yeah. I was younger, younger. <laughs> but things had changed, you know what I mean? Mm. I had I had a good career at yeah. the time. Well, prior to that, I had a good career and stuff. I had a good family support yeah. as well. I had good family. Even though at the times I, when I needed them, I didn't reach out to them, mm. do you know what I mean? But I had a good supportive family and stuff around me. And um, I just thought maybe the judge would give me some community service or yeah, something yeah. like that. But no, he literally handed me, I think it was a six or seven month sentence. Mm. So I do three months, mm -hmm. which is quite pathetic when you think about it. Mm. Like literally, he, 
I wouldn't say he, they've ruined my life because I've I've made I've turned that into a better in me. Yeah, yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. But mm. like he could have potentially ruined my life just yeah. for three months mm. in prison. Yeah. Because um, you know, might have hard to get opportunities after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And some people exactly. just end up in a cycle afterwards. Yeah, after yeah, that, yeah, it's like, yeah, well, yeah, I can't literally. get a job, so let me just go back to what I was doing. Literally, so, like when yeah. I was in there, there was people that were in there for two, three weeks or whatever, come mm. back out a week later, you see mm. them back in like mm. constantly. Like there's no rehab rehabilitation right. afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like literally, yeah. it's it was ridiculous. Yeah. That's um, crazy. That is mad. So when that happened now, mm. what was the first thing going through your mind? Was it like shit like I'm going to go to a male prison or female prison. Like, or was I, it just, I was, just, I'm in prison. I was totally lost. Yeah. It's just, mm. I'm in prison. That's it. Like, but I can't lie. When I was younger, like 13, 14, when I was still trying to find myself as well. And I was like a little mm. shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mom used to always say to me and um, she'd say to me, you're going to end up dead or in prison. Mm. Like literally, that's what she would say to yeah. me. And um, the way I was carrying on. And, from hearing that, I tried to better myself as well. I thought, I don't want to be one of them. That's yeah. the reason why I got this teardrop as well. Mm-hmm. I've lost a lot of friends from mm-hmm. school and stuff mm-hmm. due to this gang violence stupidness, literally. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I said, no, I don't want to be one of them people. But then that time happened, 2018. And um, yeah, just I just sat there thinking, I remember in the cell, um, waiting to get obviously transferred to the prison. I was just thinking, damn, like, this is it. That's yeah. it. Like I'm going to prison. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was just so shocked. shocked to the system. Yeah, yeah I, was it, so I bet shocked. it took you back to that 13 year old person who was like, yeah. confused. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean, Literally. it takes you back there. Yeah, Literally, and like, I think what people don't realize is sometimes when you get when you get that guilty, you ain't going home. Sometimes you're mm-hmm. going you're going back to the cell. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Some people think you get to go say bye to your family and stuff like that, but is that no. is that the case? No. Yeah, but that's the thing as well. Imagine my mum and that was in like the the. Witness docs, I guess, mm. or no, but they're not witnesses. What are they like? The family in the, in the you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Call it again. Call, there's a name, there's for, a it. name for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They were in there, and so was my aunt as well, my mum's sister, and that. And um, as I got sentenced, then got sent down. As soon as they said the thing, obviously, I've looked over to them, and I just see their hearts break yeah. as well. And it was just such, such an emotional time, yeah. man. It was so sad. Yeah, it was. Sad. Yeah, I've been in the court gutted. before when someone got a guilty, mm. and. But it was a trial, yeah. and but what they didn't tell the jury was like this boy was the main caregiver for the mum mm. oh, who wow. had um, cancer, oh, no. and I thought oh, if only they knew. And then I think they let the jury stay there for sentencing, mm. and the, all the jury started crying when they found out oh, like, no. all the actual details. They're like, ah, oh, they just they feel like they just ruined this guy's but life. But they basically. can't use so, stuff like that for the case. Like if you're actually like trying to better yourself, or yeah, yeah, you've got yeah. you know you've got responsibilities, or you just find that there's like no other choice for you, like yeah. in that moment. Like, yeah. I mean, sometimes I do feel like the judges do try and make an example out of yeah, hundred percent, no, which mm-hmm. is fuck. I think it's fucked yeah. up. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like every case is different. Do you yeah, know exactly. Mm. So mm. it's not just a book thing like mm. open the book yep yep yeah. give them this number is you mm. know what I mean yeah. and then when you go in is it was three months worth it because you know we're rehabilitation afterwards exactly. you know what I mean mm. is it really worth is it really it? worth your life yeah. because like as you said sometimes when people come out they go straight back to it because there's no other like you know option mm. they've got this on their record now it might be hard to get a job is three months like three months mm. really worth that yeah and some people don't come out to nothing mm. they don't come yeah. out to a house or nothing like that so but yeah so when it came to where you're gonna go how did that go so um I got told that obviously I said to them down in the cells when I was in the court that obviously I said to them like, look, I'm a trans man, like what's mm. going to happen kind of thing. And they said to me, well, you're on the list to get sent to Bronzefield uh, Females Prison. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's because my name and my gender and everything on the paperwork. Oh, was female mm. still? Female, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm. I was just like, all right, cool. 
I'll get sent there. And to be fair, in my head straight away, I thought to myself, I would much prefer rather go to a women's shower than a men's shower. Mm -hmm. Like they are both obviously not nice places to be in. To jail, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely not. But like, I genuinely believe from stories I hear and stuff, a women's shower is that tiny bit more safer mm -hmm. than a men's shower. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have them crazy like stabbings on the wings and mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah. Like, it's not as often, do you know what I mean? That happening in, in a female shower. So I said, all right, cool, I'll go. Well, I had no choice at mm, that time. Yeah. They said they're taking mm -hmm. me there. Mm -hmm. So get put into the sweat box now. Remember driving along and then this woman started talking to me. And as I've gone to speak back, she's like, wait, is this a mixed, <laughs> is this a mixed sweat box? Like, are we going to the, are we doing drop-offs first? <laughs> I'm screaming. And then I just held my tongue. I thought, let me not even talk no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Confuse these women. Yeah. <laughs> And we got there now, and then I think it was like the I don't know the actual name of the like the head of the prison or mm. like do you know what I mean like the yeah. person yeah. who runs governor or yeah. something. I was gonna say they're from governor. I don't know. Wooden's on they're on the like landing and stuff. Right, right. So I think it is the governor. Yeah, yeah. The prison come to speak to me, and she sat there and she said to me like, "Look, we're gonna give you the option. We give all our trans." gender inmates an option whether mm -hmm. you would like to obviously serve your sentence here at the females prison or you want to get taken to a male's mm -hmm. prison mm -hmm. and now she goes to me we have um other transgender male in the prison and mm -hmm. transgender women as well mm -hmm. in the prison um she said to me the wing that i would be going on to does have a transgender man on it as well okay yeah and stuff she said there's also so when you go when you first go to prison they give you a pack sort of thing that has like a few pairs of underwear and stuff um just like deodorant and stuff mm. like that and pajamas just a little pack to get you mm. through a couple of days till your family can bring yeah. in clothes and stuff and she said we've actually got a trans pack oh trans okay okay yeah mm. so i said all right cool like she made it sound welcoming you know yeah it's like, okay <laughs> get settled in, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um that was that and then um she she handed me over to like who was like sort of like my key worker kind of it was mm. another inmate as well mm. who was serving a long sentence um, handed me over to her sort of thing she was like all right i'll go get your trans pack and stuff and we'll take you over to yourselves she went come back about five minutes five minutes later and said sorry there's nothing left in the storeroom i think oh. the, the girls who worked in the storeroom were nicking all the boxes oh, and everything oh. yeah oh, and you're not gonna do nothing about mm, that it's like exactly. up to you lot to sort it out yeah. yeah so i think she was only able to give me like a sure men's deodorant or something yeah. like that but she weren't able to give me literally no underwear no nothing mm. so i had nothing and bearing in mind, I went to court suited and booted with tie on, smart no, shoes. Yeah, yeah. So I was in the prison in that for three days. <laughs> what? Yeah, in my suit. So was everyone just watching you? Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was looking so fresh. It was unbelievable. <laughs> like they probably thought I was, I don't know, another. Uh, Some staff or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, um, <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, so they put me, took me into my cell. It was late, so everyone was all locked up and stuff. So literally, it locked me straight in. It was about seven, eight o'clock at night. I didn't know what time they'd unlock the cells and stuff in the morning. It didn't tell me. So I tried to get off to sleep. Woke up in the morning at about five in the morning. And then I could just smell this burnt toast. Thinking, okay, mm, that's yeah. breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, um, I think they opened the door at about seven in the morning. And literally, as they opened the cell door, there was I could see the servery and people queuing up for their breakfast. Mm. And I see one of my boys there. Literally oh. the trans guy. I yeah. Oh, you knew him. Yeah, knew oh, okay. Him. I was like, yes, my guy. Mm -hmm. So that made me feel a bit more, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Relaxed. Yeah. Everyone's looking, can see people gossiping. Like, who's yeah. this guy? Everyone's mm. gossiping. Were and you the it, only new one that day? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was a new one mm -hmm. that day. 
And um, yeah, so obviously I didn't have nothing, literally ended up seeing, there was a lady that worked in a diversion, in, inclusion and dive. DNI, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that sort mm -hmm. of department. And she was lovely, literally straight away. My mum somehow got in contact with her. They were literally mm. phoning every day, mm -hmm. like chatting to each other. And that lady actually went out of her way and went to Tesco's or wherever it was, the nearest supermarket, bought me boxes and stuff. Oh. Yeah, and bought it into me. Oh, man. that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So I do, I rate her for that. She had to go and do that. Yeah. Well. I, you know, I can't imagine for you, because even if I went and then there was a pack and it had knickers <laughs> in it, I wouldn't be comfortable. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what they done to Yeah. Me? Do you know what he done to me? I kept asking, asking for pajamas, yeah. And the men, the men on that, the the, the staff on that um, wing, the mm. men, they, I feel like they were very spiteful towards me. The mm. women, they were all right, but the men were spiteful. I remember I asked for pajamas, and do you know what he went and brought me and left it on the end of my bed. Mm. Some pink night nighty, mm. yeah, with yeah. sheep flying yeah. over. <laughs> Clouds, from I the piece. serious. Yeah, yeah, no. I thought you're taking a mic. No, he did definitely. He did on. He did on yeah, purpose. Yeah, he did on purpose. Yeah, yeah, purpose. Like, literally. Oh, what you had yeah. to just wear that? No, I didn't wear it. Yeah, I, I would have worn it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whenever they gave me stuff like that, I just ripped that up and used it as dishcloth. I love yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> because I, I wouldn't have worn that no, either. No, no, like, no, do you know no, what no, I mean? No, I'm not even trans, and I wouldn't have worn that. Like, no, wait, that is that is crazy. So. We're actually your actual experience. So how was it like on a day-to-day, -day, like with showers and like... Well, yeah. So on a day-to-day, -day, like, I'll be honest, the women there were lovely. Like all the the, the, the inmates on there, mm. they were all they were all welcoming, proper. Mm. Like 24-7, I was getting questions from every one of them. I can't lie. But they will always be like, oh, I hope you don't mind me asking. And mm. then they'll ask about like maybe just me being trans or something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's nice. But I didn't mind. First, yeah, yeah mm. I, I didn't mind because I genuinely felt like I was there to be the voice right. for the community. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm yeah. Educating these people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't know. Even the staff were they poorly educated, mm -hmm. literally. And they're the staff. They should, yeah. they should know better. Yeah. So every day, um, every every day you'd be called to do this, do that, and whatever. So it was always like, ladies, go get your water, or ladies, Aww. get behind your door. And I used to say to him, like, come on, man, you told you told me that like there's other trans people here. Mm. I thought you'd be a bit more diverse. Why mm. can't you say something a bit more? Like everyone, like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like it was always ladies, ladies, ladies. Some of the some of the officers there tried to make an effort and mm -hmm. change. The way they spoke, knowing that I was there, mm -hmm. but um, sometimes I had to protest. I literally sit there when they're saying, "Ladies, <laughs> hey, get in yourself." Yeah, yeah that like, means talking to mm -hmm. me. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? yeah, I hear it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I literally had that attitude a bit. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so and then I remember one of the um, one of the staff there as well. I said to him. He kept calling me Miss, and I said to him, "Can you stop calling me that?" Like mm. I said, "I'm trans male. Can mm. you just call me either Tyler or him or mm. something?" And he literally turned around and said, "I'll call you what you what I want." Yeah, literally. Wow. That's that's the kind of treatment I got yeah. from them. So I was just like, oh, okay, sort of thing. And if you try to report it to like the the um, I can't even remember the, the the terminology for these people. Like the head of the the head of the wardens. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Head of them. The head. head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing got done about it. Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. So yeah. Be like, oh, I'll have a word with them and stuff. Or but mm. yeah, nothing ever really got it's, done mm, about it. And it's could just, do nothing about it. Yeah. Just live with it. It's really like, that's the thing about prison. It's like once you're there, people think you're less than like yeah. some human being yeah, or literally. something. Do you know what I mean? And it's just really, really unfair. Like yeah. this is still people, it's humans, human, yeah. human beings. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you still like deserve basic human rights. Literally. Like you know. Um, did people use like your name or like did they use your dead name? Like especially like the stuff and stuff. You know what? I was um 
I was born Tyler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say they know the name. They name still alive. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I was actually born Tyler. T Y L A. That's how it's spelled. But I've never changed it. I just okay. Yeah. So how was the other trans male? Like, was he like, okay, this is what you do? Was he like showing you the ropes kind of thing? Yeah. Do you know what? I I feel like for some reason I don't know. I felt like his. Maybe he kept his experience more quite like to himself, but I felt like he had more of a sow in there. Like he seemed, he, I don't know how to put it. He did come out like two, three weeks after I was in there as well. Oh, okay. So I didn't see long, his time yeah. before then. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was just one that like, just wanted to always keep away, keeping his cell, keep his head yeah. down. Do you know what I mean? He had two, three weeks left. He yeah. didn't want to cause anything to extend the sentence or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember he even gave me these little roll on perfumes of dupe. Mm-hmm. Like that smell just is associated with prison. <laughs> yeah. because I used to always use that whenever I went on my visits, and my yeah. mum would literally hug me and rub her scarf all over me. To yeah, get the smell. Get the smell. <laughs> yeah, but he, I remember he gave me them, and he also gave me a few little toiletries and stuff like mm. cream and yeah stuff. Um, because a lot of their stuff as well in the canteen, it's not really for like Afro Caribbean people. Yeah, you know what I mean, that's it's another all problem. Like, mm. yeah, head and shoulders. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought about that actually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> head and shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Really <laughs> it's not really um yeah yeah so he gave me a few bits that he had so yeah um but we used to chill together go gym and that together mm. yeah we still so how long were you like locked up and then you have time out so so if you don't have a job in there or any um education anything you mm. you literally be locked up all day you just get let out for like breakfast at like an hour then get wow. locked back up then you get let out for lunch you get locked back up and then dinner and then you'll be locked back up yeah. Those are like free time, like yeah. to go outside. Oh, no, yeah, you get, you get to go that. out. Okay. Yeah, you get to go out for like, I think it's 15, 20 minutes or something. That's not like even long. The yard is literally a triangle and mm. everyone just walks in the same direction. Yeah. Linking arms and stuff. Nah. And <laughs> what is the and point? Like, what's dodgy the point? little deals quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know, okay. I think everyone thinks it's like on TV. What you see on TV. Yeah. They're like, not. they're not always in their cells, in it. Mm. So yeah. everyone thinks what you see on TV, they're having a good old social time. Yeah. Because when you watch Bad Girls, I mean, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah bad girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But yeah, so with TikTok, you've been raising awareness with it and stuff like that. And some people have said things like, oh, we were talking about outside um you why are you a male when it suits you? And then but you yeah. went to female prison and stuff like that. Like, what would you say to people that say things like that? Well, <laughs> like you weren't in my shoes, do you know what I mean? Mm. You weren't in my position, the position I was in then. And I genuinely, I didn't even felt like I passed outside, let alone be able to pass in there as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I hadn't had any surgery. I wasn't on top um, testosterone at the time as well. Like, I, I just genuinely, as much as I identified as a male, I didn't feel like anyone would take me seriously. Yeah, somehow, do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Sort of thing. Um, my chest was very large as well, so mm-hmm. it was very obvious, mm-hmm. even when I binded. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so I just thought I'd be very vulnerable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Extremely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Even though... It would have been. Yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You wouldn't have been safe for you at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. I'm so. vulnerable in both, obviously, females prison and a male's prison, mm-hmm. but I feel like I genuinely would have been a lot more vulnerable in the yeah. prison. Do you know you're saying that like, you don't think you, like, passed beforehand? I don't think that's true. Like, I don't yeah. think that's true. Obviously, when we met and stuff like that, I didn't think otherwise. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I didn't mm-hmm. think otherwise. And I think someone called you she and i was like why are you calling him she like yeah, don't call him yeah. she kind of thing mm. and it was one of our colleagues okay and i was like yeah, don't call him yeah. she and then they were like yeah but 
Tyler, she needs me know Tyler's he. I don't know, literally have a son 10 minute conversation yeah, yeah. with the person. Yeah. And I think that they knew, but they didn't want, they just been ignorant yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember I saw you at Black Pride after that. And then I think that's when, for me, that's when I started yeah. calculating. Mm. I didn't think otherwise. You definitely that's did pass. Crazy. Yeah. Mm. It's only when I saw you at Black Pride. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, he's mm. trans. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely think, but it's, I think then again, you you went where you wanted to be your transition. Exactly. So that's why you're going to think that. Thing, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a mental thing. Mm. Yeah. And I was saying to them like, in a group chat the other day, like, it's mad that what we see in the mirror is not what everyone else sees. Mm. Yeah, we see yeah. things that no one so else true. sees. It's very Do you know true. what I mean? So like, I would look in the mirror one day, I'd be like, oh, I put all this weight. And my friends are like, you haven't put on that much weight. Like, relax yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. But Timmy, I feel like I'm humongous. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah, it's yeah, true. Like yeah. sometimes I need people to say like, no, just relax kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's calm mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But um, so how was it like getting out when you came and when they said, all right, this is your release date. Did you know what your release date was going to be? Yeah, I got given my release date. Um, yeah, they gave me my release date. But for some reason, I remember it changing. I think because it landed on like a Saturday. So they mm. pushed it forward to the oh. to the Monday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Rather than pulling it back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I think it was the 18th of March. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we were just happy. We were happy to get out of there. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Oh, before we even get to that, yeah. I saw and t- you were talking about like, love letters and stuff like that when you yeah, was in man. there. Because <laughs> you know, my ex went to prison as well. Boy. And she was like... Because she was, she was a femme when she's outside. So but in there, yeah. she was like, yep, I'm going to be a stud got in stud prison. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. like, I'm going to stud. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like get all the girls. Mm. In, but it wasn't even a thing getting girls because like she wanted to. It was like for her, she felt like it was more like survival to do yeah. that. And yeah, she said it was calm. Like she was mm. calm as a stud in there. Did but she really went as a stud? Yeah. When she went in there, she was like, well, I'm not going to have makeup to do makeup yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I'm going to just put my hair in cane rolls and be a stud while I'm in there. And she was quite yeah. dominant anyway. Yeah. So she had that energy. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, she was just telling me like, listen, like if you're like mass presenting or you're a trans man or things like that, you're going to get girls in there. That's what she was yeah. saying. <laughs> I can't lie, you do. What was that like? I've got our fans in there. Really? Yeah. 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 You've got fans on TikTok. I've seen yeah. them in the comments. <laughs> know, but, yeah. I've seen them in the comments. No, yeah. No, do you know what? It was, it was funny, man, because uh, probably majority of them were straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, um, not that because obviously I identify as a mouse, so mm, technically yeah. I see it as like it's a yeah, hetero, yeah. Thing, do you know mm. what I mean? But um, yeah, it was funny, man. I used to get letters pushed under my door every day. <laughs> Not <laughs> the door. What were they yeah. saying in the letters? Yeah. I want to know what were they saying in the letters? <laughs> Just like random things, like oh, I'd want to kiss you and it's yeah. like child thing. That's what called <laughs> school. Do you know what I mean? But it I must can't... be like school though, in there. Yeah. It must be like little gossip. It was and, funny, yeah, yeah man. Mm. That is um, jokes. Girl saying, oh, like, yeah, I know I like you and all this, but I know you don't like me. And I'm just like, wow, literally putting themselves out there to me <laughs> like that. And I'm just like, okay. Wow. But, uh, yeah, no, do you know what? It it did it did pass time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It past time. At one point I actually did double up as well in a cell with mm. one girl. I started seeing her. Mm. Um and yeah. I was I was more a bit settled then. Yeah. <laughs> little, little home. Yeah, but then yeah. it all kicked off. I never forget. Do you know what? Actually, she went for me in the cell one morning because I remember I was sitting there, yeah, and like I ended up getting a job in the call center. We literally worked in a call mm. center where we mm. call random people mm-hmm. like outside as well. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Called it for what? Asking them who's their gas provider, who's your phone really? provider. They're getting information. You know them people that call you and yeah. ask you questions. 
They're probably sitting in prison. Is it? Wow. wow. Yeah. To work. I've worked in a call center. I even got a certificate when I come out of there. Is it? Yeah, just, I had no I idea. Experience in a call center. Wow. Yeah. I thought that the jobs in there would all be like like laundry. I don't, again, like we used yeah. TV, like laundry room, yeah, like was chefs and yeah. stuff like that. It was all that as well. But yeah, I, I had a call center job. That was the highest paying job. I think it was like £1.20 a day. Literally. A day. A £1.20 highest... a day. Yeah, we still about I don't know five six hours in there, mm. mm-hmm. and um, so one morning I remember waking up and she she worked in the salon, so we're up in the morning getting ready and stuff, and then um, I was sitting there drinking my coffee watching the TV. I was ready, mm. I was waiting for them to call. Yeah, they say movement in it. Like, okay, like you, yeah, you get up and go where you're going, and they let you through. They give you a little slip thing that lets you through the buildings and stuff, and then um, I was sitting there drinking my coffee. And then after I'd finished it or something, I put the cup down. The girl turns around and says to me, what, you didn't think to save me some or something? I looked at her, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> my coffee. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, I don't even share cups or drinks or that. Yeah, yeah. Like, Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't like that. And then she got, she must have turned around and said to me, you look like a man, but you don't act like one. I was like, what? Oh, she tried Like my blood it. started to boil mm. then, I'm telling you. And... I can't remember what else she said. She said something about my mumsy. And like every morning I remember waking up and I would always get a letter under my door from my mum my mom as well. Mm. And I'd read that in the morning and I felt like that just gave me the strength for the day mm. as well. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I can't remember exactly what it is. I think she told me to suck. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I remember I literally flipped. I got up here yeah, and I went to go grab her. I'll be honest, I don't put mm-hmm. my hand on women. I haven't mm-hmm. done since, I don't know, probably about 14, 15 yeah. years old. Mm. The last time I fought mm-hmm. with a woman. Um, I went to go grab her, like, what the hell did you just say? She tried to swing for me, all sorts. It all kicked off in the cell. I won't go into too much detail. Yeah. <laughs> we got separated, and um, they actually put me into a separate cell. I actually broke the, my, my hand as well. That, oh, that day, really? That incident. Yeah, they wow. put me into a separate cell for about three hours. I was ringing, ringing, ringing the buzzer, asking for an ice pad. Do you think they put me an ice pad? Nope. Nope. When they did, yeah, mm. it was about maybe two, two, three hours later, and then the thing melted within about half an hour. I asked for another one, didn't give me another yeah. one. Yeah, so that was it, that was just the one? Yeah, literally just the one. And I said to them, my hand's genuinely broken. They was like, okay, okay, we'll try to get you an appointment at the hospital and all of this, but mm. we can't tell you when it is because obviously, say it's security reasons and stuff, you might try to plan an escape. Okay. So you literally randomly get called and taken to the hospital. I said, all right, cool. This is three weeks later. I got taken for an x-ray. Three yeah, weeks? Three weeks later. By I, then, I your hand is all just... down in a diary. Yeah. I literally have, I've wrote day to day. Yeah, I've yeah. But by and then, your hand is damaged. That's exactly mm-hmm. From not being seen. Said. They put yeah. me in the cast, but they said, that obviously, the bones won't, like... It would be the same, yeah. yeah. It won't be the same, basically. So now you've still got a little bit of damage because yeah. of that. Yeah, man. All because they left it too up. long. Yeah. Wow. That wow, that's mad. It's, like, it's just so much mm-hmm. mistreatment in there all the time. But... Literally. But yeah, my mum told me, she turned around and she said, I told you not to get involved with any of the women in there. That's your business. <laughs> But yeah. what actually happened? Yeah. Why was she even mad? Like because of coffee. I don't know. Yeah, all because yeah. of the coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Because of the coffee. Because I didn't share my coffee with her. She, you know what? She crazy. just got on the wrong side of the bed. No, no, that's crazy, what She's nuts. Why did you get angry about coffee, <laughs> bro? So I felt like you just separated for the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah. They put you guys back. No, in they there. never put us back together. Mm. That was it. Stayed, wow. in, stayed in separate cells. But then it's funny because. When I first went in, they they swore to me that, oh, you'd never get put in a double and all this for your own safety as a trans man mm-hmm. and for the woman's own safety as well. Mm-hmm. But I think that staff, that, that prison was so understaffed mm-hmm. and so overpopulated mm-hmm, as well. Yeah. They didn't have the space. They literally, mm-hmm. 
when it got to a point, oh yeah, there was um there was an Australian flu going around. Mm. So we kept oh, okay. getting locked up in quarantine and them times we weren't going to work or nothing mm. or education. She was locked up literally All basically day. about 20, 22, 20 hours a day. Mm. That's yeah. inhumane. That's yeah. And um, that's when I asked to go in a double because I felt like I was going insane. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Was it solitary? Yeah, that's what it was yeah. like. Yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. So how were the trans women? Did you meet any trans women that were in there? I didn't. Well, I only ended up seeing one when we got taken over. There was a special house block where they kept more of the higher... Um, like high crimes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, she was over there as well. I remember mm. going over there. They were just taking us on a tour. And I remember seeing her stand there mopping the floor and stuff. But mm. I literally slipped her and I thought, oh. mm. Yeah, yeah. But they were in there for something serious as well against a woman. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, which is a bit crazy. But then mm-hmm. everyone used to say apparently they took medication to stop their things working, oh, functioning. Yeah, that's oh. what that's what the trans women had to do if they still had yeah. penis. Then mm. they would have to yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, take medication to, to stop, stop it, it from, from working. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard. I didn't know there was medication because existed. Yeah, when we was talking about it on one of like the, the, the last episodes, we was just saying because obviously there was this case about a trans woman going to um a the male's prison. Yeah, male's prison, um, or woman's prison, and we was talking about that, and it was like there needs to be some sort of like precaution if it's mm. like a violence against woman. woman yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like there needs to be some sort of precaution. So we didn't know that even was a thing. Yeah. Like mm. that they give you medication for. You yeah. Know? What do you think about that case anyway? That one that went, I think, I'd, I think they started transitioning while, before, yeah, during the trial, yeah, during the trial or something. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I thought it was a bit like, I was just like, wow, mm. like I think it's a bit crazy. Yeah, so it I think is. there's someone left a comment. What did they say again in one of our in the in on the Instagram? I think they said something like it's it's one of them things that's proper hard to gauge mm. yeah. because. How, who are you to say that this person isn't, isn't actually exactly. trans? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it might look like it's timely, but what if they just felt comfortable coming out at that time? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they actually been genuine. And how do you separate that from people who are just trying to swindle the system? Right. So they go to a women's prison. Mm. So it's not like they don't go to a men's prison. It's difficult or whatever. Not that women's prison is not difficult as well. But yeah, the lady, because she was a prison staff. So she was like, it's hard. Like you yeah, just don't know what yeah. to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I did. I was reading up on it afterwards, and I saw they they what they they changed up the law so that, but main not really for trans men. It was mainly for just trans women. Okay, that they it's going to be according to like if you've got a penis or whatever. Okay. That's what they're going to do to mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. But that's mad though. Like we can say yeah, you got a penis on yeah. the application mm-hmm. form or something. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's an invasion of their privacy. No matter what they've done, mm. it's still their privacy. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I did read. There's a lot going on around. Yeah, it's mm. crazy because mm. I've had people even comment on my TikTok and stuff saying, well, how they think they can solve the situation is by putting all the trans women or trans men in the on their own wing by themselves and separating just all them together. Or whatever. Mm. Yeah, but then they're still vulnerable against each other. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Say, for example, even if you had a wing full of trans women, mm. what if there's that odd one or two that isn't genuine? Mm. Yeah, yeah. They're mm. still a And they could be transphobic yeah. as well, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It could be mm-hmm. transphobic. Yeah, they, yeah, true. So it is, I feel sorry for whoever's the person who has to make the last decision. Yeah. Have the that's final even say, mad though, that's because that's a hard one. Like putting everyone in one, it makes you feel like you're not even human exactly. anymore. Right. Like, why can't I just be with everyone yeah. else kind of thing? So that's that's crazy. Mm. That's I don't think that's a solution. No. To be honest, that's a dead shit solution. Yeah, but, but it's like, yeah. what is the solution? Because it's I a don't very know. hard one. I feel like people are very like, 
you know, on one side and, you know, one side is like, oh, no, they should go to a male prison. And some people are like, you know, they should, you know, they should be able to pick. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, what is the actual solution here? Like, Mm -hmm. because obviously the world is really changing. There's different genders. There's non-binary. Like, Mm -hmm. what happens then? Like, Even where the non-binary people go. Yeah. I was watching a thing on, um, yeah, yeah, I was watching a thing on TikTok, yeah. And it was a video of this guy like who just video recording people as soon as they've come out of prison like okay. right at the gates yeah. and one of them was a trans woman but I don't think he knew that it was a trans woman because obviously I think you know obviously they had to you know just fit into a male's prison so they weren't yeah. like having their wigs or nothing like that and like as she was talking and she, that's when she said oh I'm a trans woman yeah. and he was like oh so what was that like for you and she was like, I hate it like I just I hate I hate it but I'm in prison all the time so this is my life now oh, like I'm wow. when I come out I don't I'm homeless Mm. So I've got to commit crime for me to have shot over my head to go back into prison. Not that I want to go to prison, but it's just a revolving door for me at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's no option for me to go to women's prison because they don't see me as a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that must be a prison within a prison. Do you know what I mean? Like in your mind, yeah. you've, I'm a woman, you wouldn't express that, but you're in this place that's telling you now you're a man. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So... But at the same time, she had a good attitude towards it, though. She just yeah, thought, you yeah. know what? I'm going in there. I have something to eat. I've got a roof over my head. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to stay out of trouble. But if I'm homeless, I'm vulnerable on the streets as a yeah. trans woman as well. So mm-hmm. vulnerable either way. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Would you rather be vulnerable roof over your head or vulnerable on the streets? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I was just thinking, rah, like, I don't know. All these things are coming on my For You page now. <laughs> I was like, rah, there's just so many things. And I don't, I don't, I don't think. It's a thing that people necessarily always think about. No, it's not something that's. I think it's hard yeah. for to think about when you're like when you don't have any proximity to it. Like, so if you're just like you don't know anyone that's maybe trans or you don't know anyone that's had that kind of experience, and you're a cis straight like person, mm. it's kind of hard to put your like. It's hard to imagine like that kind of scenario, and to even like because I think your first thought is going to be like, oh no, you're going to be against everything, and that's what we're seeing on the internet with these conversations happening. Is that like a lot of people are just a against it they're not really thinking critically they're just like no well that's they that's wrong they shouldn't yeah but there's you know there's nuance there you need to like you need to probably have like a conversation and that open dialogue with it and that's the problem Mm -hmm. because even i remember my sister sent me something and it was to do with this um case and she was just like no this person should have to go to a male prison because it's not safe for women and as we said People are not safe anywhere. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? There are there are yeah. mad people even out on, outside. You know yeah. This is another thing as well. You know the wing that I got put on with, uh, put on to. Yeah. Do you know who was on there? Can I mention names like that? Yeah, we'll bleep but, it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll bleep, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Who I who was actually on the wing? Um, a lady called Johan Dennehy. Have you heard of her? No. The Peterborough mass murderer. Oh. Who killed yeah, about yeah, five yeah, men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighteen men. Yeah. She was yeah. on my wing. Oh, literally she was in like the cell like opposite me is it yeah but for some reason she genuinely liked me mm-hmm. like we were cool i remember her giving me like her cakes so she didn't like her. <laughs> yeah yeah lemon slice thing she didn't like it mm-hmm. she's always give it to me but she was seeing one girl in there who i was good friends with in well we mm-hmm. made friends in there mm-hmm. do you know yeah. sort of thing she was seeing her so like when when it comes to going on that little walk around that triangle it'll be all of us yeah, yeah. Up, <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah and there was times she'll say to me, like, she'll just randomly cut her hair in her cell and do some craziness and mm. stuff. Yeah. And then she'll come out wearing some, like, tight tank top and, like, short, tight shorts or something. And then she'll ask me, like, does her hair look good or what she's wearing? Yeah. Does it look good? Mm. I don't know whether to say yes or no. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're scared. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. like, she was, like, trying to be femme sometimes, but mm. then trying to be, like, um, like a bit butch. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, um, But she, like, it's crazy for me to say. She was actually a cool person. Mm. Like, it's crazy for me to say. 
But that's um, the thing though, like, you know, people's crimes don't always, I don't want to say that they do something, but they don't always define the person. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, not everyone, sometimes people find themselves in a bad spot. Sometimes it's mental health. Yeah. Sometimes they just did it because they wanted to do it. But at the end of the day, sometimes people get out of that space. Do you know mm. what I mean? They still have, somebody loves them. Someone yeah. well loves that person. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So, but that's mad though. That's because that's high profile. Yeah, that's, that's what a high I'm profile yeah, person. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. She was in. She was in there for life. Like, yeah. Well, three, four. How many? Four or five life sentences. Mm. Yeah, what, that's basically life. Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she weren't coming out. And did you um, feel like safe initially? Like. No, no, yeah. no, not yeah. at all. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah, you she hates, she, the reason why there she kills them is because she hates men. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. And I'm there identifying mm. as a man. Yeah. Mm. So for her to like take a liking to you, yeah. I wonder what that was. I don't know. Mm. Do you know what? I, I think know. it's making me think now. Crazy. Maybe with that getting the haircuts and now asking you, maybe they wanted to be a man at some Who point. Who knows? Mm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. And they, yeah, and they didn't have really have the education to like exactly. go about exploring it properly. Could be that exactly. you know, you know, you just never mm. know. Because I know when I was younger and I was growing up, like my early early teens, like I was homophobic. Mm. <laughs> I was yeah, a we bit, say it all I'd the time. Honest. Yeah, I was yeah. probably homophobic. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's it's crazy. <laughs> I hope yeah, I hands up to it. I genuinely but, you know, probably it's, was a bit. We didn't have language. We no. didn't understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when you don't have that many people around you, I don't. Growing up, I don't remember no knowing anyone no. who was an LGBT. Like, no. Do you know what? Actually, the hairdressers that my mom used to take me to, there was um, a trans woman that used to go there oh, do her hair. Oh, wow. And I remember one time I was, I don't know, maybe must have been about twelve or something. And we've left, and my mom said, "Oh, you know that woman is a man." And I was like, well, "I remember thinking, what is this woman talking about? Like, <laughs> she really is the man, yeah." And then she's like, "Oh, she was born a man, but now she's a woman." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Ah!" Oh. And I remember that even that language itself, yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna make you think, "Oh, it's just a man dressed up as a woman." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as we've got older, oh, now my mom works in um, she works in the court system. Okay. So like she sees trans people now, but she's got all the language for days. Like yeah. she's telling me now, like, mm-hmm. no, this person is a trans woman. And she, if someone misgenders them, she's there um, correcting but, them now. Oh, and I think back to when I was twelve, and she mm-hmm. didn't have the language. Like, language, and yeah. but that's what we heard. So that's what we take mm-hmm. on as well and stuff like that. But outside of her, I didn't even think that she was even LGBT. It didn't cross my mind. This person yeah, LGBT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely no lesbians, definitely no gay people. Even though one of my uncles gay, I didn't know that as a child, but I yeah. didn't know. Definitely no bisexual. I didn't know anything. Mm. <laughs> like, there was no one. That's what I was thinking. If I grew up like seeing like a, a transgender role model, role model, I'd generally probably be watching them thinking, I want to be like, mm. yeah. you know what I mean? Like, not even on TV, there was no one. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. I always wanted to get muscle and do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have chest and I wanted to dress the way I wanted to dress. But then I thought like I can't really do it because people are gonna look at me like what are you doing? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just weren't normal. Yeah, for real. For yeah. Real. So when you've come out now, was that a place where you now you start thinking, were you thinking that like, I want to look forward to the rest of my transition now? Like, or was it or was it just all about survival? When you, you know what? Prison? It was no, I wanted to I wanted to transition, definitely. Yeah, obviously. Continue, that yeah. that was my plan to mm. just get things started because I thought like I just felt like um it just needs to happen like mm. because that's I felt, your life yeah the mm. year all them years before mm-hmm. were basically i felt like wasted mm. i wouldn't say it's wasted because it has made me who i am today as well mm. do you know what i mean but i felt like wow i've just let all this time go by mm. and the thing is i started to bump in i started meet bumping into people that i remember from back in the day who probably identified as 
a stud before mm. and that have now like fully transitioned and I'm like wow like I felt like I come out as trans before they did yeah, not yeah. to you don't you that you don't obviously want to compare yourself with people yeah, and it's natural though, everyone's yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's natural, natural man it happens and I'm just thinking like raw how have you got to where you are now yeah. mm. and I start tried to start this years ago do you mm. know what I mean so it's just like it's it, you see it like right it can happen and it can happen pretty soon as well mm. if you put your mind to it yeah. as much as you can but um yeah it's just there's not enough, obviously, funding and there's not enough space on the NHS for yeah, people to get things right. done as well. So it's like you have to go private. I think most people get their top surgery on, they pay for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Not many people go yeah. through NHS. Yeah. So how much is how much is that? It can range. Literally, I think the cheapest probably over here would be mm. about seven grand. <sighs> cheapest? Yeah, seven to 12, maybe. Does that include like the aftercare yeah, and everything, things so. like that? How long yeah, is the aftercare yeah. afterwards? Um, so I remember going back to her about, two three times maybe i went after six weeks then after mm. three months mm. and i've still got my yearly appointment to attend yeah. in june and after yeah. that that's just that's, that's it, it yeah. done seven grand do you yeah. know what i mean that's like, a lot of money yeah you know? and i'm just thinking about like how trans people are usually vulnerable people because they might not have support from their families yeah. and just because of like them not being able to be who they are there's a lot of like mental health issues that come with that and so maybe like even having a stable job to even save for that amount of money it's just mm. it's just a lot yeah. like exactly it, even being in work like luckily obviously at the bus garages and mm -hmm. that no one really knew everyone mm -hmm. just saw me as a man that mm -hmm. was it and um exactly that I did, yeah. up in stagecoach yeah with that certain person yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah. That, that was that but lucky it didn't get around too mm -hmm. much but um, and that's like an industry full of what five hundred men. Yeah, and yeah. 10 it's women. mainly men. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. So at first it was a bit awkward, but once I was calm and like literally, I knew I felt like everything was all right. Do you know what I mean? I felt mm. comfortable. Then that's why I probably stayed there for as long as mm. I did in that industry as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you remember there was? I don't know if you even clocked it, but there was an older woman on the buses, and I think she was an older lesbian. On but with a reaver. Not on um stagecoach. And she had like, mm. I don't know, was it locks or was it just single plaits? But her hair was like grey. Okay. But she always kept herself Oh, yeah, herself. yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and I remember, yeah, yeah. Going, I remember going to my ex at the yeah. time. I remember saying, oh, like, that's going to be me in the future. <laughs> <laughs> that is joke. Yeah, because I remember mm. one day I clocked that like, she's wearing the men's uniform yeah, as well. Yeah. And I thought, oh. Yeah. But I think she, she used to look over sometimes and be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like there wasn't there wasn't many everybody was men yeah, yeah mainly yeah, men yeah. in there there was a couple women a couple of them were lesbians you know my auntie actually works in state that in our old garage is it yeah oh, she works there she's on 55 well she's beefing my uncle now i don't know if she called her my auntie anymore no wow. she she <laughs> She does not say hi, so let's not say hello anymore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Auntie. I know, I know. No, it's respect to it. Yeah. She hasn't followed me on TikTok the other day, so you know, I got to keep it a little bit respectful of that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. So, so I think you said you wrote everything down in your diary and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like, what do you want to do with that? I feel like, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Had, I've said this for years. When I was in there, actually, that's why I started obviously writing because I thought like, well, I'm going to turn this into a book. Mm. And it literally, when I was writing in there, I'd started writing from as young as I could remember. Mm. My childhood growing up because even that was a bit, do you know what I mean? Mm. All over the place, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. Um, I genuinely I don't My parents are My family And like I said They're excellent I couldn't ask yeah. for anything mm, Better literally mm. They're the best But 
I think it's because of whatever was going through in my head, my mind. I just weren't who I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To be honest, you that that does birth. like do you know what I mean? That fucks you over. To be honest, mm-hmm. like, it's yeah. all about what's going on in your head. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. even everyone can give you all the support in your in the world, but if you're not comfortable, yeah, you're just not comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. wild. Like I got mm. three other siblings. Um, and I ended up in care as well. Do you know what mm. I mean? Literally. But that was like a joint decision because I was literally destroying the household. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like emotionally and physically. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think um, it was just because you wasn't, you just wanted to be you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You wasn't getting to be, and you probably didn't even know how to as well because yeah. you were young as well. So, yeah. So I definitely think you need to write a book. You need to write a movie or something. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. Because there's, I don't think... I don't know of any like mm. movies or stories or mm-hmm. like mm. books or anything that's like black to do with anything well. like this. Yeah. Do you well, know what I've I mean? I've got hopefully I've got a documentary maybe in the pipeline coming. Mm. Up good, good, that, good, yeah. good, 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 good. That's speaking, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, speaking yeah. to the producer, so yeah. Oh. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. listen, mm-hmm. we need to see it happen. You know, we need mm-hmm. to see it happen. Like, I think just keep like do, that document everything. Keep mm-hmm. doing awareness as well. Mm-hmm. And if, what I like about you, yeah. Is you don't seem forced. You're just keeping mm. it hundred. You know, some yeah. people they're raising awareness, but it seems a little bit too forced. You can well, tell yeah. they're trying to get the brand partnerships mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But you also just it is what it is. My, yeah. yeah, it literally is. It just comes from this experience, really. Do you know mm. what I mean? Not having people around me um, to speak to or get advice from and stuff. I just feel like from the, literally some videos I even put out there. Mm. I just I don't know. I just put it out there just to share it with no like intentions. Mm. And then some of the um the feedback I get back from it like mm. I, I've been speaking to a young trans guy the last couple of days as well and he's just like I'm so grateful I come across your profile like literally it gives me hope for my future. Yeah. And it proper touches me to think like raw like I'm yeah. yeah, you are Having what some sort of somebody. Impact, yeah. yeah, imagine if you the younger you had and a you. Not little, you know what yeah. I mean? You yeah, say it like that. It's not little because you think about your experience no, and what yeah. you went through. If you had had someone like that, mm-hmm. it's it's not little. It's yeah. it's huge. It's big. It is, it is. It's big. Like even and then even Turk said to me like he didn't even think I was going to respond to him. Mm. Is and it right? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people like they don't as well. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, you need to be in touch with these people, man. They're yeah. reaching out to you for a reason. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So did you have end up having like a little like trans community, or did you eventually have someone to like go and ask questions to and stuff? Like, or you had to just do it all yourself? Well, I think it, yeah, it just eventually started to happen, really. Like, I'd just start to notice, like, with Instagram, I had Instagram for the last good few years, yeah. and um to see random follow requests and stuff from other trans guys that live in the area and stuff. Mm. And then um, this year, I started getting in contact with them. Yeah. And then doing these little projects, these odd little modeling projects yeah, and yeah. stuff. For, yeah, upcoming like um, yeah. companies and stuff and then end up meeting them and yeah. yeah. Just building a little community like that. Really. Keep it going, boy. Keep it going because we need it. Yeah. We need yeah. it. It's yeah. like everyday Americans. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're different to Americans. So we are mm. thing needs to be out there as well. Absolutely. But we've come to the end of our time. Yeah. Come to the end. Thank you so much for coming, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Let them you know your TikTok. Mm. <laughs> oh, my TikTok. I don't even know. Tyler Takai. Yeah. <laughs> T-Y-L-A-T-A-K-A-I. Yeah, we'll add it in the in the description below yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks you guys for listening. Make sure you use the hashtag Tutus Podcast on Twitter. Make sure you rate and review us, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you follow Tyler. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. follow, follow him. Tyler's socials. Follow him. Mm-hmm. See what he's up to. Ask some questions. 
but keep it respectful as well. Yes. Like, because I don't some, sometimes like as much as you answer people and stuff like that. Sometimes I think some people ask too many invasive questions. Yeah, they do. Yeah, like nobody asks no private. Yeah, some people ask some private questions. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, keep it. Yeah. Just keep mm. it respectful, kind mm. of thing. But thanks for listening, guys. Until next week, peace.